Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's show. I'm your host, Zach Drew. What we will be showing you tonight, it is explosive. It is the, listen, I'm, I'm serious. It is the bombshell interview of the year. We're going to be going through an interview that I believe shows without reasonable doubt that, first off, as we know, this Wuhan uh, China virus, COVID-19, did not come from a wet market, but some have speculated that it came from uh, a BSL-4 lab in Winnipeg, Canada, and that it was stolen by the Chinese. I do not believe that. I believe, and we're going to show it to you tonight, that the virus's origin comes from the University of North Carolina. And it wasn't stolen by the Chinese. It was bought. This information all comes from a man who literally is the head professor of international law at the University of Illinois and who wrote the Biological Weapons Anti-Terrorism Act under George H.W. Bush. He believes that he has found the smoking gun. You know, wow, this is going to be a crazy night. Uh, I want you to be informed. That's why we're doing this. I want you to know what is really happening. This, first of all, this video tonight, it needs to go everywhere. Share this video in every way you can. And also, before we continue, I just want to say, uh, if you like what we do, if you appreciate the content that, then I'm going to ask you that you support the team here at the show and contribute to the expanse of it. Please go to ZachDrewShow.com, click the donate button, become a monthly partner. I'm telling you right now, we really do need your help. Uh, you can also write us at IGBY PO Box 797, Decatur, Illinois 62521. I want to sh- thank Jane, uh, who became a monthly partner last week through the mail, and also Sharon, who became a monthly partner online. We could not do what we do here without the Lord and without his faithful people standing with us. We're going to be talking about some, honestly, uh, if, you're, if your uh, faith is not rooted within the word of God, within the personhood of Jesus, then you have reason to fear. But if you have the spirit of God living within you, if Jesus Christ is your Lord and master, then you don't have any reason to fear what is coming upon the planet. The bad news of what's coming upon the planet simply means good news. It means that Jesus Jesus Christ's return is soon. Fear not, the Lord says. Wow, we're going to get right into it right after this quick break. However, we do expect more cases, um, and this is a good time to prepare. Um, we, as you heard, it's the perfect time for businesses, healthcare systems, universities, and schools to look at their pandemic preparedness plans, dust them off, and make sure that they're ready and we have lots more information at the CDC's website and in partnership on how to do that. But it's also a really good time for the American public to prepare and for you to know what this means for you. Thank you very much, Mr. President. Uh, the doctor at CDC just talked about dusting off preparedness plans, uh, but coming from you, it, it has more weight. Do you feel that U.S. schools should be preparing for a coronavirus spreading? I would think so, yes. I mean, I haven't spoken specifically about that with the various doctors, but I would think so, yes. I think uh, every aspect of our society should be prepared. I don't think it's going to come to that. 
That was obviously President Donald Trump, and right before that, that was Dr. Ann, uh, who's the Principal Deputy Director of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, speaking this week at the White House, briefing alongside our president. But you heard what she said. It is time for schools and businesses to dust off their pandemic guidelines so they know what to do. You heard it. The White House is telling the American people that you need to prepare as if this is a pandemic. Uh, And then the president saying he agrees the public uh, should prepare even if nothing happens. Now is the time to get our house in order. Uh, Before we break into this explosive interview, I want to quickly talk about vaccines. There has been so many faulty uh, people on news outlets, even countries saying that they have developed a possible vaccine. Whether they have developed it or not, it is a headliner to grab your attention and make you feel good inside. Because as we learned from Dr. Tony Fauci, even if someone develops a vaccine, it will not be be, uh, made readily available to the world for a year to a year and a half. Here is Dr. Uh, Tony Fauci the director of the U.S. National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases at the NIH speaking on that very matter. I told you we would have a vaccine that we would be putting into trials to see if it's safe and if it induces a response that you would predict would be protective in about three months. I think it's going to be a little bit less than that. It's probably going to be closer to two months. That would then take about three months to determine if it's safe and immunogenic, which gives us six months. Then you graduate from a trial, which is phase one of 45 people, to a trial that involves hundreds, if not low thousands of people to determine efficacy. At the earliest, an efficacy trial would take an additional six to eight months. So although this is the fastest we have ever gone from a sequence of a virus to a trial, it still would not be any applicable to the epidemic unless we really wait about a year to a year and a half. Now, that means two things. One, the answer to containing is public health measures. We can't rely on a vaccine over the next several months to a year. However, if this virus, which we have every reason to believe it is quite conceivable that it will happen, will go beyond just a season and come back and recycle next year. If that's the case, we hope to have a vaccine. It will take over a year. He said even up to around a year and a half to develop. Therefore, the answer to containing this virus is public health measures. There's a strong chance this virus will extend beyond this year. You know, I want to bring your attention to, I have the book right here at the very bottom right here, The Great Influenza of 1918. hundred million people died. It infected one-fourth of the world, which is 500 million people. Do you realize that that virus went around the globe three times in 18 months and then it was done and it killed 100 million people in a year and a half time frame? If this is any type of parallel to the 1918 Great Influenza, otherwise known as the Spanish Flu, a year and a half isn't going to mean jack squat for most of the people uh, on the planet. So that's what he said. The biggest thing that you can do is your own safety, your public health measures. Now, for the for those who have Christ dwelling inside of them, we have an, a, an additional insurance policy. We don't have to fear. 
In 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, it says this, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Isaiah 41.10 says this, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. We are not to fear. We are to take peace, to, to have that peace that only the Lord can provide. There's only one place in all of the world that has the type of peace that can transcend all understanding. And that is peace from the throne room of God that can only be delivered by God. And Psalms 91, we need to be praying Psalms 91 over our lives that the pestilence would not come near our door. But the thing is this, you need to be prepared. The word of God also speaks about how a fool sees what is coming and doesn't prepare. You know, something else, and I'm going to get into it in just a minute, this explosive interview. Our administration has barred Dr. Tony, barred Dr. Anthony Fauci, the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, the man who you just heard, uh, from speaking publicly about the novel coronavirus without approval. I'm a Trump supporter. I'm on the Trump train. I'm a, I'm a conservative. I believe in the Constitution. I love America. I'm a nationalist, but above all, I am a Christian. I understand... I, I'm a little upset about that because Dr. Tony Fauci, he was giving the cold hard facts and President Trump, their administration has barred him from talking publicly without approval. And I understand why they did it. I, I get it. I get it. It's because of market fears. They're trying, he's trying to protect the economy. I get it. I understand. But I believe that there is a balance between being too optimistic and maybe too panic-oriented like they believe Dr. Fauci is. There's a place in the middle. So, uh, you know, I wish I, I knew more about what was behind this, going on behind the scenes, but I'm not sure if I totally agree with that, uh, that approach. We're going to get into it now. Once again, people believe that the virus came from a biosafety BSL-4 lab in Winnipeg, Canada, that it was stolen by the Chinese. I don't believe that's true. I don't believe that is true at all. And someone who agrees, that I agree with, is Dr. Francis Boyle. I have the full, it's a 12-page transcript here that he did uh, an interview with last week with Alex Jones from InfoWars. Now, I like Alex. Whether you like him or not, that is totally beside the point. Because it's about this man's reputation. This is Dr. Francis Boyle. He is literally the head professor of international law at the University of Illinois, just about an hour from us here, filming in Decatur, Illinois. He drafted the U.S. domestic implementing legislation for the Biological Weapons Convention, known as the Biological Weapons Anti-Terrorism Act of 1989. Within this study that he believes is the smoking gun, that the virus came from the University of North Carolina and Australia, and we'll get to that, he is quoting from two different academic journals from 2015 to 2010. And he is saying that, first off, the, the, the virus in North Carolina, 
that the Chinese were involved in is a BSL-3 lab. That they have came out on record stating that they have taken these deadly pathogens and added something called gain-of-function technology to it, which is essentially taking an already deadly pathogen, and as we're going to see in this interview, adding a supercharger or a turbo to it. So you know what? Let's go ahead and just play that first clip. What this is going to do, this is Dr. Francis Boyle explaining gain-of-function technology and how it proves that this virus came out of, not the origin, but that it came out of a BSL-4 lab in China. So explain okay. what that gain of function means, because not all of us are experts on this like you, doctor. Right. Well, gain of function. Oh, so let me repeat, uh, 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 Alex, as I've told you before, gain of function technology is DNA genetic engineering of uh, dangerous biological warfare uh, substances to begin with. It's like the souping up of, of already bad pathogens. Right. It's a, it's a turbocharging. And gain-of-function work can only be done safely in a BSL-4 or a BSL-3 facility. So I think clearly this is the smoking gun that the Wuhan coronavirus came out of that BSL-4 uh, facility. This is clearly uh, a weaponized biological warfare agent and there is no legitimate scientific or medical use for gain-of-function technology, DNA technology on biowarfare agents. So there's no excuse that it's a vaccine test that got out? That's baloney. This is clearly an offensive biological warfare agent. He said this is clearly a weaponized biological warfare agent. Why? How can he tell? Because there is no legitimate scientific or medical use for gain-of-function technology. Anytime you have gain-of-function technology embedded within a virus, there is no scientific use, no medical use. Therefore, the only other option whenever you see that is a bio-weapon designed to take human life as quickly as possible. And he says that's why there's no excuse that this couldn't have been a, a, a vaccine that, that uh, was a botched vaccine experiment. So the origin of the virus, he believes it was the University of North Carolina. You remember in our previous interview, you asked me if this had come out of the BSL-4 facility in Winnipeg, Canada, was stolen out of there. I said that. That could have happened. Uh, Winnipeg is our equivalent of Fort Detrick. They do every type of hideous uh, offensive Nazi-type biological warfare work uh, up there you can possibly imagine. But again, on the basis of uh, materials, scientific materials I had a chance to read uh, over the weekend, I have changed my opinion on that. I think I have the definitive evidence where this came from, and it came from the uh, BSL-3 biowarfare lab at the University of North Carolina. Now, I have condemned them before because they have done gain-of-function work, DNA genetic engineering, uh, on every hideous biological warfare uh, agent you can imagine, including 
uh, uh, MERS at that time, Middle East uh, Respiratory Syndrome uh, Agent, which again is a uh, biowarfare uh, uh, coronavirus. Listen, really quickly, if you want to watch this entire video, check out uh, below in our description. We're going to give a link to the video in its entirety. It's about a 50-minute long interview. Uh, but what we try to do here at the show was go through the entire interview and give you the absolute highlights to, to, to build this story. But what's interesting that he'll say in the video is that these scientists that are messing around with gain-of-function technology in North Carolina, and actually he believes that they're doing it at about 12 other places in the United States, they should be persecuted and even put in prison. And he said, based off of the law. But what's the, the, the irony of all of this is if there is a man that understands the law anymore, who, who understands the law anymore than this man? He literally wrote the law. And he's saying, according to the law I have written, these men should be in prison. So now, not only was the virus's origin in North Carolina, it was bought from the University of North Carolina. At this point in the interview, he begins quoting from a study published from NatMed in 2015. And the, the, the article was titled, A SARS-like cluster of circulating bat coronaviruses shows potential for human emergence. This is going to show you that the Chinese did not steal a bio, a bio weapon. They bought it. And essentially, they literally, I shouldn't say literally, they essentially bought it from the University of North Carolina. This is explosive. This is just such a bombshell. Run the clip. Now, if you look through this carefully, first notice who was involved in this DNA genetic engineering of SARS, which is already a biological warfare agent, to give it gain-of-function activities. And it has all these people there uh, from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. It has someone from the Food and Drug Administration. So you can't trust the Food and Drug Administration. And then at the very bottom of the list, uh, who is involved? Uh, Zheng Li Li Shi, key laboratory of special pathogens and biosafety, Wuhan Institute of Virology, Chinese Academy of Sciences, Wuhan, China. So it's very clear to me that this uh, uh, scientist from the Wuhan Institute of Virology uh, got this gain-of-function technology for SARS from this University of North Carolina lab. And he didn't steal it, or he or she didn't steal it. What happened was, uh, if you read carefully to the... Um, end of the article acknowledgments, uh, they acknowledge a National Natural Science Foundation of China award. So in other words, the Chinese government paid them to have one of their top uh, biological warfare experts involved. So in other words, these death scientists at the University of North Carolina took dirty money from China to allow that one of their top uh, biowarfare experts from this Wuhan Institute of Virology in Wuhan, which has the BSL-4 facility, they knew exactly what they were doing, 
And they permitted this Chinese scientist to work with them to give gain-of-function uh, uh, biowarfare DNA genetic capability to SARS. This is insane. I mean, this is absolutely insane. This is a bombshell. Dr. Francis Boyle literally believes that he has a smoking gun. And who in their right mind... I mean, think about this just for a moment. I, I was late. I was reading this and I was watching the videos and I couldn't sleep one night because my brain is just reeling with these things. Who in their right mind would give an authoritarian regime like the Communist Party of China, who also happens to be our enemies, a biological weapon? What is going on? And, and you literally have either, you have two strains of thought here. Either complete incompetence that these guys are just a bunch of idiots that are so book smart, they have no idea what's happening in the real world to think, you know, maybe we shouldn't let these guys in from Wuhan, China. And so it's either complete incompetence, which they're still subject to the law and still should be put in prison if this is what's taking place. So it's either incompetence or malice. And for those of you that know a thing or two about what's really has happened in, in America behind the curtain, you can make a straight, you can make a case that it is malice, but I'm not saying that here. I'm just saying you can make a case for it being malice. So what we have so far is that gain of function technology, they've done it with MERS and they've done it with SARS and this BSL three lab in North Carolina. They've added, so they've added gain of function technology. Um, and the Chinese were a part of that program. They didn't steal it. They bought into it. Now, I'm not going to play another clip, but I just want to read this quick dialogue between Dr. Boyle and Alex. Dr. Boyle says, we built a, a, chimeric, a chimeric, chimeric virus. So they joined these different biological warfare agents together into a, a chimera. As I told you, swine flu was, and you said this three weeks ago, it was a chimera. Chimera, right. And here they are doing it to have a spike in primary uh, primary human airwaves cells in vivo. That's surrogates for us, okay? Now, if you continue here, they took mice with their technique here, found robust replica uh, replication comparable to SARS. Wonderful. So they're using the gain of function technology and they're testing it to make sure it spreads quickly. That's a bioweapon. That's right. And it's not just SARS, it's gain of function. Together, the data confirmed the ability to infect human airway cells, etc. They know exactly what they're doing here. Alex said, I mean, just like Ford makes F-150 trucks, you just found out who made this and they're openly bragging about it in this medical journal from 2015. Dr. Boyle says, right, let me continue. Together, the data indicate that viruses utilizing what they put together are capable of inducing considerable disease in mice in context of basically SARS. Alex says, wow, and again, SARS, it's in the same coronavirus family. Dr. Boyle, right, it's weaponized coronavirus. They also conclude that they really couldn't find in this study an antibody against it. Wow. Wow so extremely dangerous this is a bioweapon it is created to take the max amount of life and the quickest and most violently that it can and it just keeps going people listen share this video 
you're watching online, if you're watching on YouTube, you know, give us a thumbs up right now. Uh, the more thumbs up on, on YouTube, actually, the algorithms, they give us more traction on YouTube. It'll help get this word out. So give us a thumbs up, like it, share it. Um, this word needs to get out. And it just keeps going. Not only did they do this with the University of South Carolina, they did the same thing in Australia, in which Dr. Boyle believes that they actually combined it all into a super bioweapon. Here's this. Well, let me just discuss uh, one more uh, uh, scientific article uh, for with you. Archives of, of Virology 2010, page uh, 155. And here, uh, Wuhan uh, was working with uh, an institute in Australia to DNA genetically engineer a super bioweapon uh, involving SARS and HIV. That's right in here. You can read it. Okay. And uh, apparently it was successful. So as far as I can tell, Alex, what happened was uh, the Wuhan uh, Institute of Virology took the, uh, and, and this was the, the uh, uh, Australian government knew all about this. Uh, and it says, uh, this work was jointly funded by the state key program for basic research grants from the Chinese Ministry of Science, Technology, uh, and, and Knowledge. So, and the other, uh, this, the other uh, writer here, Australian Animal Health Laboratory uh, in Australia. So, as far as I can figure out here, what happened here, Alex, is that the uh, uh, Wuhan scientists took the North Carolina uh, SARS uh, with gain of function, which is already a biological warfare weapon, and they took the technology here behind this well-developed SARS HIV weapon, uh, weapon and they, they all brought it back to the Wuhan uh, BSL-4 and tried to DNA genetically uh, engineer it into a, into a chimera, into a, a, a biological warfare weapon uh, involving uh, the coronavirus, uh, the HIV virus, and gain of function. The scientists took the North Carolina SARS with gain of function, which is already a biological warfare weapon, and they took the technology here behind this developed SARS HIV weapon that they got in Australia, and they brought it all back to Wuhan, the BSL-4 lab, and tried to DNA genetically engineer into a chimera, into a biological warfare weapon involving the coronavirus, the HIV virus, and gain of function. Basically, they, 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 they engineered a biological weapon that, that the human race has not yet seen. This is wild. This is crazy. This is just, like, this is the smoking, smoking gun. But I want to remind you, and this is, this is just some of the news. Listen, this is what was on Drudge Report today. From top to bottom, these, I'm, we're not going to get into it. These are just the headlines on Drudge Report. California patient with unknown origin and serious condition. Not tested for days. That means it, they could have been, it could have been spreading like wildfire. Residents near mystery case worry and wonder how many were exposed. 
State only has 200 testing kits. FDA, these are all separate articles. FDA reports first drug shortage. Masks sold out. How daily life could change. Schools may, may need to be closed. Virus threatening to end air travel boom. Family kicked off flight over coughing daughter. Whistleblower feds helping evacuees lacked protection. CDC ominous scenario healthcare systems overwhelmed. Outbreak getting bigger. It's, it has hit the uh, megacity of Lagos. Soon in every country, spies monitor spread. More market meltdown all on the Drudge Report. My goodness, this is crazy. All, all today, this is, this is from one day. There's a lot of reason to be fearful, right? A lot of reason for panic and, and to be scared, right? I know what's going on. I, I live in this news and I'm not scared. I'm really not. I have total peace of mind. Yes, because my family, we have prepared physically and we are ready for quarantine, even if that incubation period is up to 42 days, as I've read. Because it went 14 to 21 to 27, and now that one lady left Wuhan didn't have any symptoms, according to the Express, for 42 days. We're ready physically. But, and that gives you some peace of mind. But the ultimate peace of mind is that God is on the throne. That if this is, the word of God predicts these things would happen. Listen, people, don't ever forget that you're just a vapor here. That's what the book of James says. You're a vapor. You're here and you're gone. You're but a mist. Because anything here compared to eternity is just that. It's a vapor. I want to explain to you so that the body of Christ can be aware of these things that are taking place within the world. That's why I talk about these things. I believe I am a watchman so that you can get ready to make sure your heart is right with Jesus. Because that is the most important thing. That your heart is right with Jesus. And remember, I have my scripture here. In Psalms 56.3, it says, Whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. If you have any fear in your heart, all that is, it's a clear indication that your eyes are not in the right place. If your eyes are focused on Jesus, you have no reason to fear. Take peace in him. Share this show. And please, go to our website, ZachTrueShow.com, and get involved. It's me and Andrew Bellers. We have a media contract. We have an accountant. We, we do need your help to expand this ministry. We love you guys, and we'll see you next week.